0: Everyone. Today is January thirteenth, twenty eighteen, and this is the dual assessment. Your podcast for Yu-Gi-Oh! Duel Links. My name is Green Ranger,
1: and I'm Deck Tech.
0: And there's a lot of stuff going on in Duel Links. First of all, it's happy anniversary. It's been a year since the game was released globally. Uh, we played it around that time, right? I think we before right around the release time, and we've been playing about a year, I'd say.
1: Yeah, I think I didn't look up my stats, but this seems a little early to me. But I think what they might be doing is like leading up to the date of the global release because uh, we're going to talk about all the events that are going on now. But they're all going on for like a couple weeks, so I think that might be where <clears throat> my confusion is because I was pretty sure it came out like on or right before my birthday, which is still a couple weeks off.
0: Yeah, and we're, we didn't get the three fifty six or three sixty five uh, gem reward, right? Like we're like ten days off, I think. Yeah. So So that's another indicator. Yep. Anyways, uh, there was a whole flurry of news. Uh, We got a lot of stuff, new cards, a lot to talk about this week. So, deck tech, where where are you?
1: Yeah. So I've been participating in all the various events of the week, but uh, still struggling a little bit to find something that I really like on the ladder. Um, I didn't get some of the stuff that I wanted to play with out of the new box that we're going to talk about later. So instead, I kind of fell back to Cyber Angels, trying to make it work after the nerfs, and uh, I definitely think there's something there, so it's nice to kind of have something to play with, but I've been playing with Cyber Angels for a long time, so I'm also not super excited. I'm hoping that something even newer than that will come out uh, between now and the Kaiba Cup. What about you? Where are you at?
0: Yeah, I, I uh, last night I decided to play Ancient Gears again, uh, I was just... You know, playing Warframe, and I was like, I've got to get somewhere in Duel Links, so uh, I was looking up the new version of Ancient Gears, and there was actually a very interesting guide, I forgot who wrote it, though, I'm sorry, someone in Duel Links might have wrote a guide, <laughs> but um, it, it's a version with Ninja Grandmaster Sasuke, and it involves the flip effects, so you, you basically flip a lot of stuff into defense mode and use Sasuke to kill them automatically, and I got to uh, Legend right away, pretty much. I might have lost the game from a disconnect or something, but um, Easy Legend, apparently Easy King of Games, pretty good in this meta, and in this, because I was missing a card, I was put in Tragedy as like a win more card to like wipe their board, so (laughs) that's what I've been doing. Nice. Yep. Alright, so that's us, and we're going to talk about This Week in Esports. Dual Links Meta Weekly Number Two happened uh, Thursday, January 11th, and this is you know this is the season series. There's just gonna be one of these every week, uh, typically. So, first place, Timo Phenom. Timo Phenom won second place in the first one, so it's nice to see someone you know uh, take that, get so close to victory and then get it the next time. So it's pretty, pretty good for consistency purposes that this guy got first. In, this, in the next time
1: around. Um, yeah, and it's, I don't know, it's kind of like a feel-good story for just his mental well-being yeah. because you got to think like he was really bummed after just missing it that first time, but uh, this is nice. It will make him go up in the ratings too.
0: Yeah, sometimes there's like a joke about being third is better than being second. Uh, well, in this, place, in this case, you get more money and more uh, points for being second, but sometimes it feels a little better to be third than second.
1: Yeah. It's, it wasn't, like, right there in your grasp, and, and now you don't have to live with it. But he's back, and he got first, so yep. it kind of doesn't matter.
0: Uh, his deck was the New Look Ancient Gears. And when I say New Look Ancient Gears, there's an 8-monster core of 2 golems, 3 soldiers—no, 3 knights, no soldiers, and 3 electros. And then you just mix and match everything else. Um, but his version is the one with Heavy Knight of Flame— that's a tech card. I use Sasuke instead. That's his tech card. And the main inclusion is the trap card Disappear as a one of. And Disappear basically just banishes a monster from your opponent's graveyard for one turn.
1: Yeah, it's a really low-impact card, so it's a little <laughs> bit surprising, but uh, there's also a lot of specific uh, cards that specifically use the graveyard as uh, fuel or as targets for stuff. Um I don't know how it would work with the if it's part of the cost, though. I think that that's too slow to stop it, like from being a ritual summon. But uh, it does. I mean, it would work with like red eyes or something. I think it
0: does work for tar- the, the ritual summon, right? Or like you're talking about machine absolute angel ritual,
1: right? Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. I haven't. No one's used it against me, so I don't know. So I'm just kind of theorizing here.
0: I assume. You know, like, there's the new card, Soul Release, which we'll talk about, and that does a better version, but it's a lot slower than a trap card, so I assume it would work. Like, you would just put the toggle on on, I think, and that's how you get it off. Maybe. Yeah,
1: I don't know. Usually, uh, frequently in card games, and I'm not an expert at the Yu-Gi-Oh rules, so I really appreciate that Duel Links kind of takes care of all that for you by either highlighting the card or not, but... Uh, Usually in card games, when something is part of the cost, you can't counter paying the cost of something. Whereas if something is part of the effect, then you can counter that. So uh, the way that Machine Angel or Absolute looks and feels is that the cost is the two monsters, just like any other ritual, or whatever number of monsters, just like any other ritual summon, except the monsters are coming out of your hand, field, and graveyard. Uh, so, if to me, it would make sense for it not to be able to target that, but then it would make less sense in terms of him bringing it. So, I don't know. Let me see.
0: And just to correct, this card um, permanently removes the cards, not just for one turn, permanently removes one card. Um, yeah. see so card I guess tips, that, yeah. that Chain, gives it
1: more value. Yeah.
0: Chain this card to any cards that would revive, return to hand, or shuffle back into the deck. So I think it would work for that last mm. point.
1: Yeah, it's interesting. Okay, so I like
0: it. it. This, this card would have been nice um, when everyone was trying to think of a way to counter Cyber Angels. Well, now it's a lo- It's less relevant because they use the regular angel ritual than the absolute. Now it's all absolutes. Like we're expecting,
1: right? And. Yeah, there's usually a mix of the Absolutes and the, whatever it's called, the Spirit Regular. blessing Blessing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Anyways. But yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, Disappear was, uh, it's been in the game for a while, so I, if we needed it, it would have been there. <laughs> yeah, no one thought <laughs> about just, it. Yeah. yeah, he was just kind of the first one that we've seen that's actually using it.
0: Yeah, that's good. Second place, Wulad TV. This is a regular Sephira Cyber Angels deck. There's nothing really exciting about it. But the skill is dual standby. And what's what's your opinion on dual standby for Cyber Angels?
1: Well, I didn't love it. <laughs> uh, we were talking about this between ourselves. And it pretty much guarantees that you lose to Sprite, which I'm not sure if it's still banned in this tournament. Uh, I think it's banned it in like every tournament. yeah. <laughs> So, I mean, that would kind of make it better, but on the ladder, it'd be a terrible decision because if you're going first, you can't attack on the first turn so you can't win on the first turn, and then they get to win on their turn. If you're going second, then they get to win on their first turn because you're giving you know, they get all those extra cards and they're almost guaranteed to win, so um, I would not take that skill on the ladder. Uh, In terms of Like playing in a a more limited setting like a tournament, I could see it maybe having some value if Sprite is banned. Um, But I still don't like it as much as the other skills, Restart or Mind Scan even. Um, Maybe after those skills are nerfed, then I would look into dual standby, but I'm just I'm really not impressed with giving your opponent more opportunities to counter your plays and uh, just a pretty much a green light to just kill you on the first turn if they happen to also be running a dual standby deck.
0: Yep. Third place, Shiny Sofion. This is old school Red Eye Zombie, not the Storm version. It's a very old version, actually. Um, tie that Binds is the skill, so it's not Zombie World, which makes sense because you're not running Storm there is a Red-Eyes Wyvern as well, and that kind of makes me think that the resurrection effects or, of red Eyes Zombie is more important now, or it's less countered, um, that you would include the Wyvern.
1: Until we enter the Disappear meta. That's
0: true. That would just end Then it's <laughs> <yeah>. game over. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, another card, Super Rush Headlong, three copies here. This is a card that, um, Still pretty good. It never really was bad, uh, but it seems even better now. Um, And the the, the next I run have Super Rush Headlong uh, as well, so pretty good card right now.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's just one of the best removal cards in the game. It kind of has been since it's released. I think since it's just a, I don't know, a combat trick, it doesn't get as much hate as other cards that it's about in the same Power range as so I, I don't I don't like it just as much as I don't like econ and mirror wall, but it never really got all the hate that those ones got. So it, good for it, I guess. It's, it's still a
0: card that I get the rules wrong sometimes. I don't know about you, but sometimes they, sometimes they would do something and I wouldn't kill them and I would take damage. I got, that has happened before. I don't know. Yeah. yeah,
1: I don't I don't play with it much and it's not as relevant to me because I've been playing Cyber Angels, so a lot of like combat kind of gets avoided. Um, but yeah, it's definitely definitely something we need to figure out because it looks like they're kind of setting it up to go back to having a lot more monster battles. Oh.
0: This is all about minion-based combat right here, this game. That's right. I <laughs> and- Kind of sort of yeah another third third, fourth place winner is Zildas Zildas brought another um Ancient Gears deck with um Heavy Knight but this version has three Sphere Kribo's, which is a lot
1: yes it is yeah that could be really annoying really fast
0: and it is a really good card though like it it did get help me get to Legend uh just for having one, it just came up clutch so fast because they just don't expect it and that's the
1: game yeah, I mean, it's a great card. I, I remember my Sphere Karibos were most, like, pertinent to my gameplay when uh, we were in the Tomb Barrel Dragon meta. And it's just, like, one of the very few ways that you could kind of deal with that, uh, you know, because they were attacking in without uh, ignoring your guys, and uh, they were untargetable, and they were just, like, super beefy, so you couldn't attack through them. And um, Sphere Karibos was a great way to kind of get that edge, and then in a lot of mirror matches and stuff, all you needed was that one turn.
0: Yep. So Congrats to the winners, and we'll look forward to the next one. Um, Dueling's Pro 12 happened last week, last Saturday, and we have one winner, a Maserique. Uh, it's a name we've seen before. Uh, I translated the French, and that is uh, the tie that binds. So it's a tie that binds red eyes, and It's almost identical to the list that Shiny Sophia brought. Uh, There's just one Econ instead of uh, three Super Rush Headlongs. And it has a Wyvern as well. So the no Storm version seems popular. But Storm is present in in the extra deck. I mean, the side deck. The side deck includes Cosmic Cyclone, Zombie World, Storm, and two Acid Rains. And for those who don't know, Acid Rains probably most likely to deal with Sergeant Electro. Um... And Masrique noted that Zombie World was a bad inclusion for the uh, extra deck.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Good stuff.
0: Yep. And there's a bunch of stuff happening today. We'll probably check out uh, if we find the results next week. All right. So the updated Duel Links meta tiers. Duel Links meta, they don't often update their tier list uh, that you see on the left. And it's not too relevant, honestly. Um... If you're looking for a general... If you're looking for specifics, it's not too relevant. You would just go to whatever channel you want to see. Go to King of Games decks to get ideas. But this is just a general tier list update to reflect balance changes that would come. And also people reporting King of Games decks. So Tier 1, Hazy Flame, Red Eye Zombie. Tier 2, Ancient Gears, Gladiator Beast. And Tier 3, Dinosaurs, Evil, Dragon, and Nanta uh Nephis, Temple Burn, and Volcanics. So you know, the 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 main decks that were big, tier one decks, Cyber Angels, Ninjas, those have dropped out of the tier list. We're not sure. We'll discuss it now, but do you think it's just because they're not sure yet or it's not been like people in the Discord there's a bias. People in the Discord are avoiding those decks right now and it's being it's not being reflective of the whole Duel Links but just of the Duel Links meta Discord
1: um, I do think that this Is just their Discord More than it is the Entire community I've been seeing a lot of people Running Cyber Angel still to King of Games still saying that it's good At the very least Worth playing I personally Would be very surprised if it were Not at least tier 3 um, Because I've been running it A little bit and it seems like Pretty solid still Uh, It's just no longer oppressive, and I think the ninjas is specifically because they are anticipating the deck to kind of die with a three star demotion, which is fair, I guess. I haven't, I never really played much ninjas, so I I couldn't say um, if that feels like a a correct assumption or not. But I do think that they are wrong on cyber ninjas. I I've
0: played the bamboo version and I don't know if that's the go-to version but I just brick a lot with that deck.
1: I could not yeah, think out flat
0: with that deck, yeah.
1: I was going to say I I well I did tell you actually. I tried the bamboo version like when bamboo first came out and got big. I was I thought that that might have been the way to uh to go forward. So I tested it out before even the person you sent it to me who got King of Games I guess or whatever with it um, and I, I've never liked that version I've never gotten it to work it, I agree that it bri- bricks a lot I don't think that that's the way that the deck is going to generally go forward um, I do think however that you can make it work with just using your normal Senju's and um, you know the Petite Angels and Sonic Bird's and just kind of running it the same way that you ran it before. And it's slightly less powerful, it's slightly less consistent, of course, because of those restrictions. But it's still powerful and consistent enough to compete with a lot of the other top decks.
0: Yeah. Um, Other inclusions, uh, the Woodland Sprite Burn deck, I think that's more because, well, everyone hates it, that's one thing. And we don't know when the nerf is coming to it. Konami said they have their eye on it, and we don't know if there's going to be a change to it. Honestly. It, it seems like they'll have to, just because it does limit what cards they release into the game. The bamboos at least.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I mean... It's also a question of what the purpose of the tier list is. Right? So if they're talking about tournament tiers, then bamboos. Sp- bright isn't even it can't be on the list because they're always banning it from their tournaments um if the purpose is to predict the meta then they might be right because I personally think the deck is um it's strong enough to be annoying but it's not strong enough to be one of the top competitive decks and it might not even be tier 3 I'm not sure I I think it would probably be tier 3 if I were trying to predict the meta in that sense um if you're trying to shape the meta then and it's like more aspirational and th- these are the decks you want people to start using on the ladder right. and stuff, then I could kind of see them not wanting to face it. So they don't want to even mention it because they don't like it. So um, there's this phenomenon that happens where when you report on something like the metagame, it also helps shape the metagame. Yeah, but we see that a lot in Hearthstone. And right. so there's kind of a, a little bit of an ambiguity as to how these tiers are made up, and, um, you know, what the purpose of the tier list is. And so that's, those are kind of things to consider when you're looking at these tiers and uh, trying to assess what deck you want to bring, or, um, you know, it also, of course, depends the meta, because you, these are kind of, one snapshot, one opinion, uh, at least a group opinion, but it also depends on, like I said, if you're going to a tournament versus if you're playing PvP. So, of course, this is just one piece of the puzzle of what you want to consider in terms of what you're bringing to any play mode.
0: Yeah, an example of that is Evil Dragon and Nanta being a Tier 3 deck. Um, That's not a card you see a ton in the ladder, but it is a card we saw in their tournaments recently doing well. So that might be the reason why that card, that deck is there.
1: Yeah, that's a good point. That's definitely one of those decks that um, would not be something you would see on the ladder a lot. I've never faced it ever. So um, the it being in there kind of indicates, like you said, some of where they're getting their information. They're probably basing it a lot on what has been performing in their tournaments and whatnot, and so, again, that kind of helps explain why Sprite Burn's not there, because it wasn't, it's not allowed to be part of their tournament, so they have no data points on it. Right.
0: And also the Weevil Burn, you know, the classic Amazonist Lava Golem uh, Massive Morph deck, uh, was that, was that, uh, that wasn't hit by the nurse at all, I think. Um,
1: none of those cards. No. I think one thing is that one of the decks it kind of targeted was cyber angels but i don't know it seems to target ancient gears similarly uh not quite as well i don't know maybe it just doesn't have the matchups that it used to have
0: yeah it's also possible that everyone shifted to the temple burn uh deck as a better version maybe
1: yeah perhaps
0: yeah so that's the tier list um yeah, that's all I have to say about it. Zane roams the GX world. So Zane is the new duelist here, uh, a very edgy guy. It it kind of doesn't seem make sense why I'm calling him edgy, like if you're just looking at this thing right now in the game. But in the anime, he goes to like underground. It's like a fight club for dueling or something. And then he puts his life up. He he like hurts himself in the duel. And then eventually he has like a heart condition. So because he uh, he puts too much uh, stress on himself from dueling, so he, he his heart failed, and um, he was resurrected in Season 4 for some reason. Unexplained. <laughs> <laughs> That's as edgy as it gets.
1: Well, I mean, uh, a couple <laughs> points. One, I do think that he like looks like an edgy guy. No, know? he looks
0: like an anime guy. Like, Jaden doesn't look like an anime character, but he has like, the look of an anime
1: guy. Yeah, yeah. He, and, and like kind of like a badass kind of anime guy. He looks similar um, to Kaiba in that sense. They both have the trench coats. They both have a lot of sharp edges to their appearance. Uh, and so that's what I was saying. He's very literally edgy in that sense as well, where there's lots of points to him. Oh. Uh, he also, one thing to note that someone I think on Reddit pointed out was that when he loses, when you beat him, he kind of clutches his heart-ish. Yeah, that makes I mean, it's kind of more like he clutches his breast, which is anatomically incorrect, but you know, close enough. He, yeah. he clutches his heart, and uh, so that's an interesting little tie into that bit of story that I didn't actually know.
0: And the card power bond that you see—that's um, a huge plot point in the show because his brother—he gives his brother that card, and his brother just doesn't use it for his, for two seasons because he's afraid of it. He's afraid of using Power Bonds. Yeah, there he is. <laughs> so, farming Methods, you've been using CERB, right? How does that work?
1: Yeah, yeah, I've been using CERB. It works okay. Um, I, I think I've heard that your version is uh, perhaps a little bit better, but uh, I had CERB already built, so I did it. Um, just like any other CERB deck, uh, what you do is you use drawson's Light, which I have with Crowler. I think it came with him. I think everyone has it. And um, that means when you take 1,500 more damage, you get to make your next draw a light monster. And the only monsters in your deck are Serb and Vassal. So you uh, you draw Serb, and then you play a bunch of spells, a lot of which draw you cards because of the bamboo engine. And then that gets you to the bottom of the deck before he does, and at the end you do a... You could just use the Bamboo cards to make your Vassal unblockable. I like to still use the Secret Pass, uh, just to make sure I have something. And then, um, you know, use Union Attack and finish them up. With the special bonus that's going on now, you always get 8k. When it succeeds, every once in a while, uh, you still get OTK'd and, and fail, but for the most part, it, it mostly works. and uh you run three enemy controllers to try to protect against those OTKs nice
0: yeah the OTK is cyber twin dragon i believe uh-huh. the fusion that hits you twice for 2800 each uh and zane has many fusion cards including power bond uh power bond yeah. on chimera overtech is game over as well
1: yeah and then one other just general issues that you have to take your, you have to take 1500 to find Serb so he has a couple of dinky guys that have like a 1000 attack yeah. and they can mess up your math if he attacks with that on the first turn and then summons something bigger on the second turn so uh, it's I don't know maybe like a 70% success rate or something it's it's good enough that I, I didn't feel like changing it and trying to build the dark paladin or anything um, but you know if you, if you have the stuff for the alternative methods, then you might want to go with one of those. So what do you, do you want to tell us about it?
0: Yeah, Dark Paladin, it's kind of the same deck I've always used um, to farm Alexis, and then I just keep making changes. I used it for Bones, it works, and the change I made here is just adding a spell removal. Um, so basically, you load your deck with... Dark Paladin is Buster Blader plus Dark Magician, so you have extra Dark Magician's, You have one Buster Blader, and then you have the Emblem. The Emblem works as a tutor, so it helps you draw cards, basically. Um, Then you run a bunch of fusion substitutes. Two King of the Swamp. King of the Swamp is really good, because it acts as a polymerization tutor. You sacrifice him to get a polymerization, or it could be a fusion substitute. Um, So basically, you try to get your Dark Paladin out on the board and negate every... Not every spell he uses. The spells that would do you in. So all the fusion spells, luminous spark would work as well. Uh, there's also a removal spell, a quick play. I forget what's called, but you would just take care of those cards. Uh, the tech I used is typhoon. Uh, sometimes you don't. Sometimes uh, typhoon works well just because you can quick play it from your hand and get rid of his field, which would destroy your dark paladin. So, eighty-eight hundred at its max. Sometimes you have to ditch union attack. Like, sometimes your hand just has Union Attack and he's going to Fuse, so you have to ditch one, so you would go for the 5,000 damage instead of 10,000. But it gets 8,800 at its max. If you ditch the Union Attack, you lose, like, 1,000, so it's, like, 7 rewards, so it's still good. Uh, and I'd say it's, like, about 80% consistent. Sometimes you you get those bad hands, so you use Restart or Mallet to get a better hand.
1: Yeah.
0: But he hasn't been dropping SRs for me. I only have one... There's two SR Monsters. I only have one
1: like out of the six you can get. <laughs> yeah. I, I think you're just unlucky this time. You gotta keep at it. I, I've been doing okay. He doesn't feel stingy to me.
0: Like, I have close to 30 of the R's and N's now. And uh, one of the... Like, one... uh I don't have Zwy. I think I have zero Zwei's and I have one of the... Uh, the other one. I don't even know what it's called.
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't... <laughs> So we talked about his rewards when uh, they were first like data mined, and basically concluded that they weren't going to be immediately impactful on the game. They didn't really look to be uh, meta type stuff and I'm kind of still of the same mind so I don't I, I haven't really been paying attention to what he's dropping because I kind of don't care at this point. Um, they don't look like they're too impressive and, and maybe they will be as per usual you know we always recommend that people farm as though you want all the cards because they, they might become more relevant later if we get more cyber dragon cards or something yeah. but um i wasn't yet seeing you know anything to be hyped about so i'm kind of just going about doing my farming i'm an, I'm an old yeoman farmer
0: <laughs> i saw i saw a chimera tech over dragon deck on reddit uh like the first day I think. And you know, that was pretty cool, but I guess it's just cool right now and you definitely want the pieces down the line. If he's a playable character, you know, stuff like that.
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely if he ends up becoming playable, they're going to bring some other stuff with him to kind of augment what they have here. So uh might be something down the line.
0: Yep. And they're a really strong archetype like once you have all the cards. And that's always the limit of duelings. So you don't have all the cards. Um, yeah. Phase one of announced nerfs went live. So these the uh, January. So these are the card limits. Uh, limit to Cyber Angel Takine and Machine Angel Ritual. They're both seven limited to two in a deck. So two uh, combined. Um, they they also mentioned they were looking into the Bamboo Sprite deck. Nothing has been done, but it's good they acknowledged that at least just to allay some concerns from the community.
1: Yeah. I, I'm not surprised that nothing was done um, just because the way that they like to make changes is they prefer to give you a big lead-up time. I forget exactly when we first heard about these, but it was like a month ago that they yeah. were planning to change Dakini and Machine Angel Ritual. So um, I think if Sprite continues to be something they don't like, um, for whatever reason, we've talked about, you know, it could just be because it's unfun, it could be because they think it's too strong, it could be any of those things. Um, then they probably still have time to do something about it before the Kaiba Cup, which is basically what you would care about. Um, so I wouldn't freak out too much about it yet, but uh, for them to do something in whatever it was, one week's worth of time, would not. I don't think, have made much sense.
0: Yeah. Why don't you take this part on? I'm having trouble All right. talking right now. <laughs>
1: Uh-oh. We're losing, We're losing yeah. a co-host. All right. So, we've got a, a one-year anniversary, as we mentioned kind of in the intro, of the uh, game going live uh, across the world. So, in celebration of that, we have a whole bunch little events and giveaways and stuff going on. Uh, When I logged onto my phone after it all went live, it took like a long amount of time to just get to the game because of all the announcements that kept popping up. Um, Those announcements include login bonuses. Um, You get UR and SR daily login bonuses. You get uh, for each of I think about two weeks worth of days. You get 1,500 gems upon your first login during the login period. Um, and all of that adds up, of course. The next thing is you can defeat strings to get a copy of Slifer, the sky, whatever, red the executive Egyptian god. <laughs> what?
0: Yeah, that's a thing. That's what he's called, Slifer the executive producer. Okay. Yeah.
1: Um,
0: oh yeah, I I do want to note that there was a bug that hit a lot of people, including myself, where you defeated him the first time and then the game stopped and you had to fight him again to get Slifer.
1: Yeah, I know. I noticed that. Uh, they have fixed it, so if you haven't gotten in there yet, you should to you know, of course, take advantage of all these login bonuses and stuff, and it's also safe. To defeat strings, he's only the level twenty version. Is what I faced, so he's really easy. I just auto duelled him with my whatever deck and um, got myself a free slifer, which is nice. They're also giving away card sleeves and a game mat. At some point, I don't think it's come yet, but it's it's at some point during this. Um, they are extending the GX giveaways, which amounted to a whole bunch of gems. I think it said like ten thousand one hundred or something total. Um, So if you have someone who wants to join the game but kind of feels like they missed that big boat, uh, they can do it now. Those are extending through February. There are a bunch of sales on boxes and structure decks and uh, dual orbs. And there's an entirely new limited time only selection box, which we're going to discuss in a second. Uh, And finally, we have the 1.5 times experience campaign is back, and not specifically related to the anniversary event, because it's kind of been going on for a little while, but from January 8th through January 15th, we had and will continue to have the bonus dual reward campaign, where you get one extra, or 1,000 extra dual assessment points, which translates to one uh, chest if you haven't already maxed them out, so... Those are kind of all the various things that are going on now, and um, it's it's a good time to be grinding and, and just doing kind of basic play, so that works for me.
0: Yep. And after they showed all the stuff, there was like a secret cutscene, which we'll discuss at the end. A secret cutscene.
1: That's what, right, yeah.
0: What De- Deck Tech calls Sexy Merrick,
1: but... Sexy Merrick! <laughs> I didn't... I don't know the lore very well, but it yeah. looked like Sexy Merrick to me, but apparently it's not! It's not.
0: All right, let's talk about this new box, new cards in the limited time selection box, selection box volume one. That's what they called it. It's like it's like uh, when they call it the volume one. It reminds me of those. Uh, that's what I call music. <laughs> volume thirty six. <laughs> oh um, man, this new box came faster than we expected, but it's different. It's the first reprint box came out uh, Thursday, and it has a lot of the new cards. I mean, a lot of old cards and a few new cards. Uh, each pack comes with twelve. Cards is that right? It was uh, yep. 15, right? Oh, if I
1: thought it was 15. No. Uh, no,
0: I'm pretty sure it's 12. All right, 12. And you're guaranteed a UR or an SR each time around, so that's cool. But they cost 200 gems instead of 500.
1: Yeah, so the actual breakdown um, is one UR or SR per pack four rares and seven of the uh, normals or neutrals or whatever they are. And so uh, it's a it's it's really cool to always open up some hotness and it's a good way to fill up, especially if you happen to be low on those um, rares and ends. Uh, we're going to talk about some of the, the ones to highlight in a sec.
0: Yep. Um, this is something that we both did not know, but Redditor Treatery noted that these cards would appear in future sets, new ones. So if you can't get them this time around, you could get them in the future. Um, they did state this in the in the note news, but there was just too many news and we missed it. But he also noted that um, the SRs... Oh wait, I, I think I made a mistake. The URs all come from main boxes. Um, these are the 200-pack boxes with just one UR. So all the reprinted URs come from main boxes. And we can expect the new URs to also come from the big boxes as well. And they appeared in a different order than they should have. So the new cards could be released in the order that they show up in the shop. So the first one was Kunai with Chain, right? So that might be the first... That might be included in the next new box. And then the the next UR, Thastalos, the Firestorm Monarch would be included in the one afterwards. Or they could be included mm-hmm. in the same one, but it's like in an order.
1: Yeah. Interesting. Yep. And uh, just to clarify, when you say they came in the wrong order, um, the treatery post kind of talks about it a little bit, but usually the cards come uh, based in their the number of stars, right? For the monsters. Or, or it's something, like what type, and then... of,
0: what type of card they are. Like a ritual would come first, for example. Right. Yeah. yeah,
1: so it's a little bit weird for the first card to be a trap. So, cool. Yep.
0: Um, there's a free-to-play consideration in that you can only buy 15 packs with gems, and um, this equals 3,000 gems, I think. And um, <laughs> I think. And yeah, uh, it's it sucks for the people who are free-to-play, uh, that they can't buy everything. Um it kind of does defeat the purpose of the reprint box, sort of.
1: Yeah, it's a, it's a little annoying. I was very upset about it until I saw that all these cards were coming later or were otherwise going to be available at some point, if not already. Uh, so it, it made me feel a little bit better about it. But it, it is still upsetting and weird to limit it in that way, um, especially when the upside that the cards are coming otherwise is kind of uh, maybe hidden and not immediately apparent, whereas this is a very obvious once you hit fifteen you can't buy any more with your uh gems. just the game won't let you so um it's it's probably for the better in because I was kind of since i 've been playing for this whole time, I was getting a moderate amount of whiffs, and then a lot of these new cards are coming anyway, so it might be cheaper to get them through. Um, the whatever next box they come in eventually, but still you have the hype for new cards. Um, you want to get them earlier. There's the uh, the time value of cards, just like the time value of money. Um, so you know it's it's a little bit of a bummer, but I've come to terms with it.
0: And we also discussed that this box probably won't be available forever. Um... After the sale time ends, you won't be able to
1: buy this box, right? From what we could tell. Yeah, so that's how I read it, was that the uh, once the sale period ends, which I think is February, then the box goes away. But it is. it does say volume one. It says there's no plans currently to bring back this box, but since it's volume one, they're probably going to do selection boxes, you know, Every year, every six months, or something like that, uh, with a similar idea. It also said if they bring back exactly this box, it will not uh, save your progress like a normal box does. Oh. So there's that to keep in mind as well.
0: Yeah, I was in the middle. I'm st- I still didn't buy every 15-pack because I don't have a ton of gems. So I might have to buy it all and just be poor for the next mini-box. I don't know. I don't know what the right
1: move is. Yeah, I, I don't know either. I, I bought my 15. I There was pretty much never any doubt in my mind that I would buy <laughs> all 15. Um, but it ended up being just okay. I got a good amount of cards that I already had playsets of. And so those were, of course, useless. And um, I didn't get all the URs that I wanted. Or specifically, I had kind of two in mind. Uh, of the new cards anyway, URs or SRs. So uh, it's a little bit disappointing, but it's okay. I'm a big boy. I can wait until they come.
0: Yep. Let's talk about the new cards. Kunai with Chain, UR. Uh, Trap card, activate one or both of these effects simultaneously. When an opponent's monster declares an attack, target the attacking monster, change it to defense mode. Or And you can target one phase of monster you control, equip this card to it, it gains five hundred attack, so this is better than security orb, we can tell. But seems worse than econ, just because you can't steal a monster, and that's really impactful in this game. Um, yeah. You know, the five hundred attack isn't nothing though. It's 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 useful in like mirror matches where you're trying to get over the same attack twenty four hundred attack guy, and your guy's better than him.
1: Yeah, for sure. I mean, it's it's a decent combat trick. Um, It might see some play. I actually... This is one of the ones I ended up opening. It's not as impactful as, like, you know, a mirror wall or um, econ, like you said. But it might see some play in some of the back row. It's such an anime card, though. In addition to it actually having been, like, on the anime and kind of famously so... The fact that these two effects are kind of just cobbled together feels so much like the show, where it's like, ah, you forgot about my card's second effect, and then it just does this other thing that changes the course of the battle and gives you that turnaround moment to win the duel at the at the last second, like they always do. So, good stuff. No,
0: Joey Joey always wins with like an RNG though. This is like a setup. Like he, this is where he gains an edge, and then they play their boss monster and he kills whatever has this card. And then he RNGs them (laughs) to the victory.
1: Yeah, okay. Yeah, this is the setup, I guess.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Festalos, the Firestorm Monarch. 2,400, 1,000, uh, 6 stars. If this card is Tribute Summoned, discard one random card from your opponent's hand. If it was a monster card, inflict damage to your opponent equal to its original level times 100. So, this is kind of like a burn card. It does 2,400. It has 2,400 attack. Um... And it forces an opponent discard. But the thing is, like, there's a chance that they are holding a big monster, but in Duel Links it's a smaller chance, and there's a chance that it's just a trap card uh, or a magic card. And if you're running a burn deck, you wouldn't really run a card that situationally burns. You would run a card that always burns, right, I think?
1: Yeah, I don't think this is... uh, This card's two effects don't work very well together, I would say. Uh, they're both pretty strong effects, but for like different reasons. Um, I like the discard more than the burn. I mean, we do only have 4,000 life points in this game, so it could just be that, you know, that, that burn is actually a lot more impactful in this version of the game than in, of course, the physical TCG. So it could just be like gravy and just a really good bonus effect, um. I, if you're playing against, like, a burn deck, then they you usually kind of play all your cards pretty quickly anyway to try to empty your hand uh, from Revolver Revolution or whatever, Reconstructor Revolution, yeah whatever it is, uh, to avoid that. So it doesn't... I don't think this goes into burn decks. I think this goes into, like, normal tempo value-type play stuff, and then the burn is just an extra effect to kind of put it over the edge.
0: Yeah. Dark Road Dealings. Uh, Magic card, normal magic card. Each each player draws one card, then each player discards one card. So, I'll let you explain this card. You like this card a lot.
1: I do, yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know exactly what you wanted me to explain, but this is really good for um, combo decks where you are... Um, trying to cycle through your deck as quickly as possible. It's really good, of course, for the Dark World decks because they have those bonuses when things are discarded. And it is also really good for cards that have some sort of effect uh, either when they go to your graveyard, like the bamboo, the Cursed Bamboo. uh, Again, great for the combo. or Or they have some sort of effect or benefit of them being in your graveyard. Like uh, Bacon Saver, or if you're going to resurrect something, you want to put it into your graveyard first. So this card is just like... I saw this card as one of the most powerful cards in this set, and kind of the one of the ones I was definitely hoping to get, yeah. and didn't.
0: Yeah, so. this is a really good res card. Because you could just... Not only the setup for Bacon Saver and Red Eye Zombie, but you could discard Gozuki. That is... Does
1: a lot. for that And team. does does that trigger the Gozuki effect? Yeah, and you goes, can special summon yeah. a
0: monster, yeah. So.
1: Yep, there you go. So that that's all three of those types of effects that I was talking about that this is great for. Yep.
0: Uh, a less good card here, Dark Horus. <laughs> <laughs> it's a 3,800 eight-star Dark Dragon. Once per once per turn after resolving a spell that was activated during your opponent's main phase, you can target one level four Dark Monster in your graveyard and you can special summon it. This card must be face up on the field to activate this effect. So regular horse negates spells, this guy lets the spells go and use special summon a dark monster. The problem is it's eight stars. You are you're not running Kidmoto Dragon in a dark deck. Dragons aren't level four darks. So it's just like a big guy for you know, like a spellcaster fiend or zombie beatdown type of deck I think. I don't see it anything else.
1: Yeah, and that's just like a much worse effect in my opinion letting the spell through in order to get a guy the guy is probably going to be less impactful than any spell that they would want to be casting at this point or else they wouldn't cast it and give you the guy so uh, that just seems bad when you get regular Horace out he definitely has some weaknesses it's not a tier 1 deck but when you get him out there's a chance that you just lock your opponent out of the game and you just win at that point yep. point. and this guy does not really have that chance I don't see this card getting much play at all
0: uh, now we move on to the SRs, which there are two of in the box. Soul Release. This is actually one of the first cards I ever got like in the in the in the trading card game, and I just didn't there's... know how to use it because like there... there was no. Hold on. Other...
1: Uh, just to quickly correct, there's more than two SRs. There's a couple new ones here as well.
0: Oh no, I'm saying there's two copies.
1: Two of copies each. of each. I gotcha. Sorry, my bad.
0: Yeah. Anyway, right, so
1: this was one of the first cards you got in the game.
0: Yeah. And you know, back then, like, there's like no use for this. Like yeah. in the first two like Metal Raiders or Legend of Blue Eyes White Dragon, there's just no use for this card. <laughs> but um it's a normal magic card, target five cards in your any graveyard and banish them.
1: Yeah. It's the counter monster reborn, man.
0: I guess so. I just didn't, <laughs> I didn't realize it. I didn't have Monster Reborn back then.
1: Oh, yeah. oh! I did. My deck was okay. I
0: no, I I didn't buy the structured decks, so I just bought booster packs. That's why. Uh,
1: yeah. yeah.
0: Anyways, it's just a tech card, right? To counter grave re, graveyard res, resurrections or recycling. That's all. That's all it is.
1: Yeah, there's a a few cards that can pull from like banished cards and stuff. So there's maybe some fringe play there that I'm not that I I can't think of off the top of my head. But yeah, it doesn't seem like the most impressive card.
0: Yeah, those are those different dimension cards you'll you'll have to check out uh, that do stuff like that. Yeah. Sky Gap Sky Galloping Gaia the Dragon Champion. is a fusion um, you fuse any Gaia the Fierce Knight monster and any dragon 2600 2100. This card's name becomes Gaia the Dragon Champion when it's on the field. If this card's special summoned, which it is when it's fused, You can add one Spiral Spear Strike from your deck or graveyard to your hand. When this card declares an attack on an opponent's monster, you can change the battle position of that monster. So, you know, it's like it's a pretty good card when it exists, because it helps you get a card and you change a battle position, like Black Brachios. Very good effect. Uh, I don't know if the fusion is worth it, though. But it is more flexible than other fusions in that you can combine two types of monsters instead of two specific monsters, I guess.
1: Yeah, I saw a uh, Gaia one-turn-kill type deck on Reddit uh, that uses the various fusions and defusion monsters so that you can kind of attack with this and or, you know, obviously the one that already existed and then defuse them and attack for lethal. So, I, you know, there's a lot of these Gaia cards that have some sort of interaction with Gaia. And so I think... Once you get to that critical mass, it might actually be good, even though kind of each of the individual cards aren't particularly good. So uh, just like how we saw red eyes get significantly better when it got a bunch of support, we might end up seeing that with Gaia as well.
0: Yeah. That's a good point. Curse of Dragonfire. Uh if this this is a five star two thousand fifteen hundred dragon. If this card is normal summon or special summoned, you can target one field spell and on the field and destroy it. Once per turn, you can fusion summon one fusion monster from your extra deck using monsters you control as fusion monsters, including this card. Um, I don't really know what that means, the second part. like, Isn't that any monster? Or you could do it after you attack? I don't get that. Uh, well,
1: it's saying you can do it without using polymerization as one oh, thing. Oh,
0: so contact fusion.
1: Yeah. Right, so yeah, guy, it's monsters you control. So,
0: guy is literally getting off his horse and, and boarding <laughs> the Curse of Dragonfire. But on, on its own, yeah, I guess it has some value in that type of deck. But on its own, it's not that good. It's just, you know, a weak one tribute to destroy a field that may or may not be there.
1: Yeah, this game has a lot of fields in it. Uh, more than, uh, at least when I played the physical TCG. And so you know, there's some value to that, but I don't think it's worth it. I wouldn't play this card unless there's some sort of combo piece thing going.
0: It would have been cool in the anime if you know how Yugi versus Mako, he destroyed the ocean. Yes. It would be cool. So this guy is actually the one who destroyed every monster afterwards. Like they were all beached. Like all his fishes were beached, and then they got. He used a curse of dragon to destroy him. It would uh-huh. be cool if Curse of Dragon was the one who destroyed the field and not the Giant Soldier of Stone.
1: Yeah, but then we wouldn't have the meme. Attack the moon! Yeah.
0: <laughs> no, but this card's effect like fits. It kind of it kind of fits like, you know, like, burn the moon or something. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, well. Missed opportunity. We yeah. Berlinith, the Firestorm Vassal, 3-star, Pyro, 800,000. You can discard one card special summon this card from your hand hand also you cannot special summon monsters from the extra deck for the rest of the turn if this card is tributed for a tribute summon you can look at your opponent's hand and banish one card from their hand until the end phase you can only use the effect of berlin if once per turn so you know it's got it's a bit of a combo combo piece for a festalos um and it has like a it's like a monarch card of synergy with another card that's not in the game yet but it's not too useful at the moment It's kind of like Light Force Sword. You could banish a card from their hand for a while.
1: Yeah, but only for, like, your turn. So that seems to only counter, basically, Sphere Karibo. Yeah. (laughs) And Eco, and, you know, those other ones we talked about, like, to try to save you from one-turn kill Sprite, but that doesn't really... No one runs those, so it's basically just your Sphere Karibo counter. Or all the other Karibos that get a little bit of play, too.
0: I did see a relink Karibo on the ladder. Hey, there you go. Yeah. By order I run of the Emperor. Them. Huh? Relink uh, Karibo.
1: Uh, yeah, I run into all the various Karibos every once in a while. Man.
0: so too many memes going on. <laughs> <laughs> By order of the Emperor, a continuous trap card. When a monster effect is activated that activates when a monster is normal summoned. You can negate the activation, then the player whose effect activation was negated draws one card. So it lets the opponent draw a card. Right? Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. So basically it counters any of the searchers. uh, Senju, Sonic Bird, Cyber Petite, Samurai Skull, and that's all I can think of.
1: Good enough. Yeah. It's interesting. I, I don't think it's worth a slot unless there's... Because we're already we already have some very impactful searchers. You know, those ones you just mentioned, Senju, Petit, Sonic Bird, are kind of really powerful. And yeah. so this doesn't I wouldn't play this now to counter those. I mean, obviously Cyber Angels took a hit, so those three are less common anyway, but I can't it's hard to imagine uh, a world coming up where it, you would actually play this, given that we already have such powerful cards that aren't really worth countering. Right. In this way, at least.
0: Yeah. Gigantic Cephalotus, 1850, 700 plant. This card gains 200 attack each time a plant monster is sent from the field to the graveyard. So whenever a plant beatdown becomes a thing, this is going to be there. That's all I can say about this card.
1: Yeah, 4-star 1850 is already solid, even though we get continual power creep. And it gets a bonus every time one of its buddy dies. Uh, This is just... That's just powerful right there. That's a beat stick.
0: Yep. And it's sent to the graveyard, so it's like... They could be tribute summoned. Uh, Yeah. Or just sent. Discarded. Yeah. Pretty good. Double Cyclone. Quick play spell. Target one spell trap you control, and target one spell trap your opponent controls and destroy them. This is a very good card. Um... It synergizes with these cards in Duel Links, Relinquished, Destiny Hero Plasma, Wild Tornado, Smoke Grenade, Big Bang Shot, Supervise, Gemini Booster, Machina Peacekeeper, and Good Goblin Housekeeping.
1: Yes, so this is uh, the same thing we always talked about with the Destroy versus Send for cards like Wild Tornado. So we finally have another Destroy, and, yep. uh, and you get you know to help yourself out as well, so good stuff there. I actually opened one of those, so that's kind of good. Nice.
0: I really like this card for Supervise. Like,
1: yeah, has got like a bunch I mean, of monsters,
0: yeah.
1: Yeah, there's just, there's, all of these cards are good because you negate, or you actually turn the downside into an upside, so that's nice. Supervise is a great one. Um, it's also nice that you get to just the powerful effect of destroying one card that your opponent has uh, regardless if it's a spell or trap regardless if it's face up or face down right. so it's just a solid kind of utility all around card yep. you can also, since it's a quick play you can also chain it to something that you're playing right. so even if you're not taking advantage of the downside it's you're not actually feeling the downside either it's just like you nothing happens essentially to that extra card
0: yeah, so you could basically use this on Red Eye Spirit, for example, and that's what people do with um, Storm. They mm-hmm. use it on a Red Eye Spirit as an extra uh, ammunition for destroying one of their cards, basically. Finally, yep. not not that good card here. Different Dimension Master, five stars, seventeen hundred, fifteen hundred. Once per turn, you can discard one spell to special summon one of your removed from play monsters. So you've got really bad stats, but it is banished support. It is something you could do with Dark Magician of Chaos, for example.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's if this were a four-star monster, it would be really good, I think. Yeah. <laughs> um, but as a five-star, you, need, you kind of struggle to get him out. It, it's a whole ordeal to kind of get him set up. Um, and then to try to abuse that effect. Because with a body like this, it's not going to last for too long on the board. Nope.
0: So those are all the new cards. And let's move on to the old cards. Uh, how, how do you want to cover these? I guess... Um, I could... You, uh,
1: you've been reading a lot. Do you want me to kind of just list yeah. them off and, and you jump in if there's any you want to talk about? or? Sure, yeah. Alright. So, in terms of the uh, old cards, we've kind of split them up. The good ones... Of the URs and SRs are Sonic Bird, Sphere Karibu, Senju Thousand Hands, Mirror Wall, Soul Exchange, Divine Wrath, Gozuki, Ninjutsu Art of Transformation, Sergeant Electro, Shingzen Hu, which is the trap uh, that locks down two trap zones. Right. I don't know if I'm saying that right. That's right. Um, yeah, got it. It's,
0: it's right. You got it.
1: And uh, Red Eye Zombie and Super Rush Headlong, and Ninja Grandmaster Sasuki. So these are all cards that you see uh, fairly frequently. Some of them are kind of core-ish cards. Fear Karibo, Mirror Wall have been around forever. Um, Sergeant Electro sees a ton of play. We were just talking about Super Rush Headlong as well. And then some of them are kind of core in uh, specific decks, like the searchers that we were just talking about, ninjutsu art, if uh, ninjas can kind of continue to be a thing, um, the red-eye zombie, of course. And then uh, the last kind of bunch of them are just really powerful cards that kind of see play in and out, um, like Divine Wrath. The, a little bit more of fringe, but also still you know something you might be excited about are the Seven Tools of the Bandit, Magic Drain, uh, which saw a lot of play when it first came out. Reinforced Human Borg. Mecha Phantom Beast Hamstrat. Again, that was kind of a a weird card that got a moderate amount of play in its day. Order to Charge, Shard of Greed, Wonder Balloons, Wild Tornado, Double Summon, and Destructotron. So, some of those are kind of just classic cards. Um, the Shard of Greed, Wonder Balloons, Order to Charge, those are from the first box. Yeah. And they were kind of the chase cards of that box. Um, yeah, just some good stuff here. Is there anything you wanted to, to highlight beyond that? Um,
0: no. I mean, Psychics, uh, I put all the Psychics here because uh, they're not currently a good deck. But if they are to be good, you know, the Psychics are right here in this fringe category.
1: Yeah, that's a good point. Um, all right. The in terms of the useful R's and N's, there's kind of some good ones and some fringe ones and some you might use for farming. So uh, some of the more powerful ones are Iron Blacksmith, Potetsu, uh, Beast Rising, Ultimate Providence, Enchanted Javelin, Cards of the Soul, Ages of Gaia, and Sky Star Ray. Uh, Some of the fringe cards, maybe, are Dream Clown, Crass Clown, Desert Sunlight, Attack the Moon, Watt Psychic Fighter, Security Orb, Dekoichi, The Enchanted Locomotive, Starboy, Magical Merchant, and Ninjutsu Art of Sealing. And then some of the cards that you usually see more frequently in farming decks are White Elephant's Gift... Unhappy Girl, Crystal Seer, Secret Passive Treasures, Piranha Army, uh, Rai Mei, Pot of Benevolence, Gift of the Martyr, and Planet Pathfinder. With a couple of those, like Crystal Seer, Planet Pathfinder, and White Elephant's Gifts, sometimes sneaking over into PvP decks as well. So uh, there's lots of good stuff here. Obviously, if you've been kind of buying every box as they came out, you would have most or all of these. But that's the whole point of the reprint box is to kind of help people catch up if they haven't been. So these are spread out from a bunch of the different boxes and a lot of good stuff here.
0: Yeah, an example is Crystal Seer. I didn't feel like buying, um, here it is again, I don't know what box it is. Um, is It's the Psychic box. Uh, Chaotic Compliance. I didn't feel like buying Chaotic Compliance and I was just stuck with one Crystal Seer for a very long time. So that's a lesson. It's an R card. I just never drew it, and um, I was limited in farming. Uh, Now I have three, but, you know, at that time I didn't have gems, so. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Exactly. Yep.
0: Yeah, so there is a lot of good stuff. Um, We would recommend people to buy it, right? Even though it's not the most free-to-play-friendly thing, it's a good thing to take advantage of because we, we ourselves don't have three copies of the really good URs and SRs either.
1: Yeah, them. I mean, I, I think you just look at your collection and decide if it's worth it to buy through and try to grab some stuff like another Mirror Wall or another spear creepo or another, you know, whatever it is. Um, and then chasing the new cards only might be a bad move because since right. we know they're coming later... Um, when you buy it later, you're also getting all the other new cards within that box, whereas if you have every all the reprints, then this would just be uh, inefficient, I think. Uh, so I probably would not suggest it if you only want the new cards, unless you like really want one now, and you can't wait. Um, we don't know when they're coming out. Of course, that hasn't been announced, but um, it doesn't look... Like, except for maybe uh, Dark World dealings. Aside from that, it doesn't look like any of these are kind of like, need them now cards. So, um, you know, it's kind of a a little bit of a judgment call, but for most players, it seems like it'd be a good idea to buy some of this.
0: Man, I've seen decks online with three Dark World dealings already, like in the first day. It's like, how much money did you put in to get that? (laughs)
1: Yeah, I saw DK posted something with it as well. And I'm like, well, all right. He does get a lot of donations and stuff. Right.
0: Um, Yu-Gi-Oh! GX and 5DS uh, streaming on YouTube. Doesn't say exactly when the live streams are. But I think they're just up on YouTube for future viewing. I think that's what it means. Because, you know, they had the marathon on Twitch and you can't watch that again. Uh, Yeah. Yeah,
1: I think so too. I mean, the announcement says streaming which is why we put that in there. But it it also then says that like they're available and it said that there's two available at the same time. So I don't know if there's two official Yu-Gi-Oh channels. My money is on, they've just kind of put them up as, um, you know, VODs for now. And you can just watch them there. Uh, which is cool. The streaming was a totally different aspect though, right? You enjoyed watching them while they were on Twitch because you got to interact with the, yeah. Yeah, Interact with the memes.
0: (laughs) Twitch chat was so good. Um, and actually, just from watching that, I think GX. This is a hot take right here, and I'll explain it later. I think GX is better than the original series.
1: Oh, my just damn. Simple.
0: Yeah, I haven't seen 5DS, so I don't know if motorcycles make a difference, but. <laughs> GX, I think, is better. But, um. Um. What was I gonna say? You could also watch these things on websites like Crunchyroll, but the quality is worse, and it's not guaranteed in English, so. Or whatever language you want, but. Um. This one's probably guaranteed in whatever language you want or they have subtitles for it in YouTube because YouTube's good at having subtitles uh, for things. So it's probably better quality as well they probably got it straight from the source. So yeah, check it out.
1: I'm assuming that this is happening because of the success of those uh, Twitch live streams that they did. And so they're trying to, I don't know, move it on to other big... Uh, mediums, and they know that uh, probably know that a lot of Duel Links people go on YouTube, and that YouTube has a lot of Duel Links content on it, so if you're interested, check it out, support that move, all that stuff.
0: One thing that was funny during the live stream is uh, people were so pissed off when Cyber Angel Takini showed up in the show, <laughs> and also Alexis, like, they were playing their best monsters to power up a portal, or something like that, and Alexis played Benton, and everyone was like, where's the key?" <laughs> Yeah, Alright, upcoming news We have some character leaks and also an Imgur Gallery of uh, current cards uh, A lot of Zane cards and also some Upcoming cards, so you can check out the gallery It has a card called Pot of Desires, for example So you can check that out, we're not going to talk about those Cards because we don't know when they're coming Um, but there were some leaks Some characters took BLDs Esperoba Grandpa, which I spelled Backwards here for some reason uh, On purpose, um that's yeah, it's in the show he he goes by an alias so that's his alias uh Merrick regular merrick jesse <laughs> do do you know about that thing? It's like a season five thing, but he enters a tournament as apnarg, and Joey duels him, but he doesn't know that he's grandpa the whole time because he wears a um a mask or something and everyone <laughs> else know everyone else knows it's him, but except for Joey
1: right, yeah, yeah. I've seen like I've seen the screenshots of it. But I, I didn't
0: watch that episode. Yeah. Good Zane. Stuff. Yep. Zane and Yuval. Yuval was revealed as in the cutscene at the end of the anniversary celebration, and it seems like she is coming to the game earlier um, than others. If they're just showing that cutscene, well, they showed Merrick in a cutscene too, so I don't know when he's coming. But
1: Merrick very, and sexy Merrick.
0: Merrick, sexy Merrick. Yeah. Um. Oh yeah, that's good. That's a good catch. Um, <laughs> but it's a Yubel is a very polarizing character. Makes season three absolutely nuts. Makes the show what it is. It would have been pretty boring without this uh, character. Jaden becomes reclusive because he fuses with Yubel. He gets a he gets like two different eye colors or something. So,
1: yeah. Yep, that's weird. Never watched yep. that show, but uh, you know, I probably should. <laughs> Now that it's on the YouTube, I can
0: check it out. Yeah, and one thing I like about GX is it applies more to the person, it's like a daily, like a, you can relate to it more because they're in school, mm-hmm. and you can all remember what's being in school like. It in the original series, they go to school for no reason, like they're just playing games at school or something. And and GX, you know, that's actually they're doing like homework, they're preparing for tests and stuff like that. It's more yeah. relatable. Yeah. Well, there you go. Uh, and the last thing we're going to talk about is the duel-a-thon. It's coming back next week, but we don't think it's tied to any of the character events or acquisitions. It seems like a regular duel thon but then the U-Bell thing happened, so we don't know if it's going to be mixed in with that. Maybe.
1: Yeah, maybe. I, I just, you know, just some future news there, so we'll see when it comes out.
0: Yep. And then there's, like, some stuff like Yugi Moto coming to the gate, Chaz is coming in February, um, uh, yeah, stuff to expect down the line. So Stuff, And also a new box. We can expect a new box in a few weeks, maybe. All right.
1: There's a, a lot to expect.
0: Yep. So that's going to be it for today. You can find this podcast on the App Store, Google Play, Stitcher, and others. Um, oh, yeah, this this podcast should be showing up regularly. We had a hiccup. Uh, that's all been fixed, so thanks for bearing with us. Um, check out the podcast and more at our website, thedualassessment.wordpress.com. We have a YouTube channel as well. If you want to help support us and like what we're doing, patreon.com slash dual underscore assessment. Uh, email us at the assessment at gmail.com or you can find us on Twitter, dual underscore assessment, me at Green Ranger HS, deck tech at HS deck tech.
1: That's right. Thanks, guys.
0: All right. See you.